As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. My heart and my prayer for you guys as a family right now and this home and just a place that your kids, when they come in, that they can just feel that peace and just really feel the tangible presence of God. Welcome to Cultivating the Lovely. I'm your host, Mackenzie Coppa. You can find out more about the podcast at cultivatingthelovely.com, in our Yellow Brick Road membership community at patreon.com slash cultivatingthelovely, and in our Facebook group. I would also love to connect with you on Instagram, where you can find me at Mackenzie Coppa. That's M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E-K-O-P-P-A. Andy, I couldn't think of a better person to have on for this episode because you were so involved in my move. So welcome back. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm so happy to have you here because you were a big part of my move and we'll talk about that in the episode. But basically, that's what this episode is about, you guys. <laughs> we're, Yay! we're talking about the fact that we finally have a house and we moved and what that means and what that looks like. And so, yeah, that's what this show is going to be all about. So, Yay. yeah. <laughs> so I think we'll get started by talking about how I even found this place. Basically, I mean, I have had my eye on and off the market for rentals, I mean, since I moved out. But there came a point this spring where things were just getting so much harder with our current living situation and we knew it just wasn't sustainable. And especially with summer coming, I was getting kind of freaked out about how I was going to be able to work with my kids being off of school and still being able to be present and be a good mom to them. And I knew that like the way we were living, my recording equipment was at my parents' house, and that's usually where I would go to work during the day. But then we were sleeping at my grandma's house. And yeah, it's just been crazy. I mean, yeah. really crazy. And I think that you, sorry to interrupt you. No. I think that like you've done a good job on on social media, Instagram, of kind of showing that, but I think people don't really understand, <laughs> like, really how challenging this has been, that you've been basically living out of suitcases for the last yeah. year. Year and a half, yeah. Every time, yeah, every time that you pack up in the morning to take your kids to school, you have to bring everything with you for the day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's been absolutely insane. <laughs> I mean, basically, we would leave my grandma's at 8.15 in the morning, and we wouldn't come back until between 7.30 and 8 o'clock at night. And so we would eat at my parents. And like, so yeah, there's been so much of this 
back and forth trying to keep track of things and what I would need where I can't tell you how many times <laughs> I would get over to my grandma's at night and realize like oh I left our morning groceries at my parents house <laughs> and like because I had to split our groceries like our breakfast stuff went to my grandma's house and our dinner stuff went to my parents house and I did all my laundry at my parents house so I would have to take all my laundry from my grandma like I counted at one point we were having to get like 12 bags out the door every morning it was just (laughs) oh my goodness it was so insane and overwhelming and I think to a certain extent you kind of just get used to it I mean I think you can kind of get used to anything but that doesn't make it ideal (laughs) and yeah and it was just it was becoming so hard to do that we were just getting tired the kids were getting frustrated I was getting frustrated and I knew that to work I needed to be able to get up before them and work this summer so that by around noon I could be done they could just be hanging out in the morning you know an easy breakfast and you know just lounge and do their thing in the morning and then by hopefully noon, I can be done working and be able to concentrate on them and mm-hmm. spend time together. And that just wasn't possible when my working area was all the way in a different house. Than, mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Yeah, it was and just And they don't crazy. have the space to do their thing either, really. No, no. I mean, yeah. so the other night, <laughs> I was here with the kids, and it was like one of the first nights that we just didn't have a lot going on and we just got to be here and kind of relax and they were doing things like I feel like there's been so much like just go sit in front of the tv or just like stay all together all four of you in this one little spot because we don't have anywhere else to go to Mm -hmm. but now that they have rooms and everything I mean the boys were both in their room but they weren't fighting which was like a miracle. But Roman was doing his Legos and Judah decided he wanted to build a box fort. And when he saw all the boxes in the garage after he got home from the move, he was like, so wait, can I build a box fort? And the fact that I was able to just say, yeah, totally do that. He was like, no way. And so he's got this whole plan to do that. And like the girls, our whole deal was we were going to get to make slime once we moved because nobody... When you're in other people's spaces, they don't want those kind of projects going on. So to finally be able to do those things and our, you know, our traditional birthday breakfast, you know, Roman had his birthday two days after we moved here. He turned 13 and I was able to make Dutch babies. We, I used to always make Dutch babies with strawberries and homemade whipped cream and chocolate and I could do it. And it was crazy. And that's got to feel so good, too, like as a mom to be able to um, just capture and redeem some of those traditions that you had before. Yeah. And just the things things that were special to you to do for your kids and with your kids that you had to kind of put on hold for a little Mm -hmm. while. Um, It's just yeah, so cool that you were able to jump right back in and be able to do something like that. Yeah, it's it's such a shift in every it's like I try to tell people like it's not just a move like it's a total life adjustment Mm -hmm. but in the best way like we this is the third time we've had to transition in the past year and a half and this one is the one though that I feel like okay we're we're finally coming to a place of being settled and there's still so many unknowns and and yeah so many unknowns but but this can we can call this home 
Like mm-hmm. when we would go to my grandma's house at night, we wouldn't say we're going home. We would say we're going to grandma's house. Yeah. And so to be able to say we're going home is crazy. And what does that, like that word home, like what does that mean to you? Um, Like especially right now, like just in looking back over your life and your past and now and what what does it mean? Like what do you want it to mean for like you and your kids? Yeah. I, you know, I was thinking about it the other night when they were all, you know, doing their own thing and doing their projects and being around each other, but also being able to have space from each other. And we were all just kind of doing our own thing. And I, I said on Instagram, I was like, it feels so calm. And Mm -hmm. then I wrote on top of it, I was like, I think the word I'm looking for is peace. That there, there is peace here. Nobody's freaking out about somebody having certain expectations of them or, oh my gosh, what's somebody going to think about this or that? Or, you know, like they're, they're, it's the absence of stress. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, not that I don't have stress in my life. I have plenty of other stress in my life. But as far as like day-to-day living, it allows us to be able to have a safe space mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we don't, we're not always walking on eggshells or feeling like, you know, we're just on the verge of something horrible happening. It just, it feels like we can finally have that sanctuary. And I think in a totally different way than we've ever experienced before. And just that's so freeing and just a place where you can totally let down your guard and be safe and feel safe. And um, yeah, that's just so, that's so healing and it's so um, empowering to your kids too. Yeah. I, you know, I wondered being here, I mean, it's in a good, safe area, which we'll get into the story of like how I found the place in a minute. But I, I wondered, am I going, how am I going to sleep? Like, am I going to be a really light sleeper and constantly like worried? Like, oh, is that a sound? Like, is somebody coming in or, you know, like, am I, am I going to be nervous? But I have slept so hard. (laughs) That is so awesome. Yeah. It's it's been crazy. And I mean, it's just, I feel so blessed because the, the townhome really is more than I could have hoped for. Um, I mean, honestly, it's, it's kind of crazy, but my room is the biggest master bedroom I've ever had. And I have like an ensuite bathroom and things I never, I I wouldn't have even hoped for as I was looking for a place. And so the fact that that we have like so much more than than we would have dared even hope for is mm-hmm. yeah, through it's been really hard for me. I I've talked with you about this, Andy, but just the fear of what the future holds because mm-hmm. there is still so much up in the air and things could go really badly. Um and it's been hard to have that faith that like God is still watching and that he still is looking out for us and that he wants good things for us because sometimes Mm -hmm. it really just feels like hard thing after hard thing after hard thing. And so I do have to like legitimately pause and think about it and be like, okay, okay. I can acknowledge that you did this. Yeah. And allow yourself, like we talked about the other day, to to really feel joy. Because yeah. I think sometimes just all the 
the responsibility of of just supporting your family and caring for your kids has weighed so heavy on you that even when you want to be excited or feel joy, like all those, all that stress kind of can overshadow it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but just um, the idea that I feel like, like I told you the other day that I think God really wants you in the midst of all that to also just embrace the joy that he um, has provided us for you. And that it is, it is a, place that you are experiencing peace and all those things that you've hoped for and longed for and yeah um, but it's scary it's scary like you were saying it's a leap of faith but then also even allowing yourself to feel joy sometimes is a leap of faith (laughs) yeah and sometimes it feels like like I'm betraying my fear of providing if Mm -hmm. I feel happy about it it's like Oh, if if I'm feeling joyful, then that means I'm not having the appropriate amount of fear that oh. about how I'm going to be able to provide to actually pay for this place. Yeah. Um, but I have been trying to find like those those small ways and and even some of the bigger ones to be like, okay, but this is a good thing. And if I look, if I really sit back and look at like the story of how it happened and how we got yeah. this place, then I have to be like, okay that had to have been you God. Totally. He's totally in it. And I think it's just so cool to look at his timing because I think, I mean, the ideal situation that all of us would have wanted for you is to be able to immediately get into a place like this and not have the last year and a half be so, so hard. Yeah. Um, But his timing is perfect. And this is, and this is the time that he wanted it to happen and all the circumstances leading up to it, like you're going to share about, I think really, really prove that (laughs) yeah yeah well and even when I was looking I thought it would still be a ways off and like even back in January my mom said to me um I think this is the year that the divorce will be over but I don't think it's the year that you'll get out on your own Mm, I didn't know that yeah and it was so disheartening to me to just be like oh my goodness I like I don't know if I can hack it that much longer and now I feel like it's probably the opposite (laughs) probably the divorce won't be over but at least we're out on our own but I I really didn't think that we would have a place before the divorce was over and so I'm so grateful to have a place ladies I'm gonna ask you a personal question do you know what's in your deodorant? Most women don't. But if you actually look it up, most deodorants we use every day contain aluminum, parabens, and other harmful products that have been proven to link to cancer. Hug Me deodorant by Bloom is all natural, safe, and sustainable, and it works. Bloom cares about what we put into our bodies. And if you've been around here, then you know that I care about that too, and I think that we should all care. So how does it work? I'm sure you've had your doubts or experiences with natural deodorant. What makes Bloom different? Well, Hug Me deodorant by Bloom, that's B-L-U-M-E, is made with probiotics. The probiotics encourage your body to make more good bacteria, and as a result, your body produces less bad bacteria as BO, so BO doesn't exist. It lasts for 24 hours and doesn't have to be reapplied throughout the day. You don't have to think about the aluminum and those mainstream antiperspirants that actually absorbs into your bloodstream. You just use Hug Me deodorant and it's safe and sustainable. There's no aluminum or parabens and no added fragrance. It's vegan and cruelty-free, leaves you with no smell, no sweat stains, it doesn't just mask odor, it 
actually fights it. It was even rated as the best deodorant ever by the New York Post. Personally, I always love a product that I know actually works and I just don't have to worry about what's in it. Plus, Bloom is a really awesome company that is doing great things by providing safe, sustainable products to women and girls who believe in the power of their choices. But Hug Me deodorant, because it doesn't have any scent, can also be used by guys and people of all ages. I plan on using it for my sons. And Bloom has a lot of other great, safe, sustainable self-care products as well that you're going to want to go check out. Hug Me by Bloom keeps you feeling good, feeling fresh, and super huggable. Right now, our listeners will get 25% off their first stick and free shipping when you text CULTIVATE to 797979. This is a special offer you can't get anywhere else, and you support Cultivating the Lovely when you support our sponsors. So text CULTIVATE to 797979 to get 25% off your first stick of Hug Me deodorant. If you don't love it, you can return it for a full refund, no questions asked. Text C-U-L. T-I-V-A-T-E to 797979. Okay, so this is this is how it went down. So I had started looking again and looking a little bit more seriously just because things had become much harder with our situation. And we were all, all of us, like me and the kids, but also my grandma and my parents, like everybody was just getting burnout yes. and needing some space. And so I started looking... A little bit more seriously and one weekend my mom and I just decided okay well there's these apartments they're down by our church and they look nice from the pictures so you know I really didn't want to be an apartment I really didn't feel like an apartment was going to be the right scenario for us for noise factors both like us being too loud and annoying the neighbors but then me like being a total hypocrite and having to be like um yeah can you guys be quiet actually because I'm a voiceover (laughs) actor so don't mind that my children are screaming half the time but when I need it to be quiet I just need it to be quiet (laughs) I was so nervous about what that would look like or even just like my kids run around you know and having someone underneath us and we were I just felt like I I felt like even though we weren't going to then be annoying my parents or my grandma anymore we were going to be annoying other people and I was still going to have that pressure of like we're always annoying someone no matter where we are and so anyway we drove to look at these apartments and it was a Sunday and so they weren't the office wasn't open but we just kind of started driving around the neighborhood and right behind these apartments there were four townhome buildings And I was like, what are these? Like, we drive to the church every weekend. I've never even seen these before. I didn't even know these were here. I wonder who these are, like how you find out more information about them. So that's kind of all that was said, you know. And then I went home and I looked on Zillow the next day on Monday and two of the townhomes were up for rent. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, I didn't even know these existed. And there wasn't signs out there. No, no. And it said they were available May 1st. It actually said there was one available. And then if you looked in the archives, there was like another one that was possibly still available. And so I actually put in the application on Zillow. that It said there was an option to do it right through Zillow and that 
that was just like the easiest way to do it. And you could see how many applications had been put in. And the way it works here is like you have to be the first application in. And if you qualify, you get it. Like they can't consider anybody else. And so you've really got to get your application in there. And so I could tell that no one else had applied. So I paid. I got my application in. I was like, okay, I'm the first application. I don't know if I'll get approved because um, some things have happened with my credit because of some things that my ex did and, you know, whatever that I was worried um, and then I didn't even know if my income would show enough to get this place because, oh, and this is the other crazy thing. The townhome was the same price as the apartments that I was looking at. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. None of it's cheap. <laughs> Rentals yeah. around here are really expensive. But it was the same as an apartment. So I was like, well, why not apply for yeah. a townhome instead of an apartment? So I got an application and then I called the next morning and said, I got in my application yesterday. And so I just wanted to see, make sure you got it. And he was like, oh, we actually don't use Zillow. I didn't even know you put in an application. I was like, wait, what? Like, I no, I have to be the first one. He was like, oh, well, you're still the first one in. And I think (laughs) I think it's because it showed on Zillow that I put my application in. So other people just didn't bother. (laughs) So so I talked to him and I came and I looked at it that day with my dad and they were like yeah well we have this other one that's open before May 1st like you could move in whenever you wanted and so we were like well okay we'll we'll take that one and so it just the way it all worked out we picked a date from two weeks from the date that we looked at it and I went in and signed the papers and and I well she it, when we were doing the um the walkthrough though I, because I was still very nervous, like, oh my goodness, I have four kids and this divorce craziness, like, I'm probably not the ideal candidate. But Mm -hmm. as soon as I mentioned to the gal who she's, she's, you know, she's a, I don't want to say hardened, but she's not like a sap or anything, you know, like Mm -hmm. she's, she's kind of a tough lady. And as soon as I mentioned that we were going through a divorce situation, she just kind of melted. And Mm -hmm. she was like, oh my goodness, I've had other tenants who've gone through things, you know, I just, yeah, I think this would be a really good next step for you. It's time for you to get out on your own. And, you know, I don't even need your parents to co-sign. They, you don't, you're a grown woman with four kids. I trust you. It's like, so like, what? That, that, I think that whole conversation in and of itself was such an answer to prayer because I know just you were so worried about that whole part of it. Yeah. I thought there was no way that I was going to get approved. And here I was like, before I even actually put in my application, because I picked up the application from her that day and we got in the car and my dad looked at me and he goes, did it sound like she's going to give it to you? <laughs> I like, I kind of think it did. And so I turned in my application that evening and the next morning she called me and she said, yep, you got it. And everything checked out. She said, yeah, even your credit looked fine, which shocked my socks off. And I didn't have to have my parents co-sign. And it was just, it was crazy how it all fell into place. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, totally gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just have to keep keep remembering that. And, and then, I mean, even especially, I think, the community of Cultivating the Lovely made it oh, possible yeah. in so many ways. Because, I mean, right after I left, so many people had, you know, bought things off the Amazon wish list to help us get on our feet. And then, again, they did 
right as we were moving. And I'm still receiving things in the mail. I mean, the basic things that you just don't think about. I think that's that's something people have trouble like wrapping their brains around is just how much we were starting from scratch. Yeah. Like And that was and that was really I mean, honestly, such a blessing even for me on last last week helping you move and helping you unpack some of those boxes of things that people had sent to you um, throughout the last year and just like oh pots and pans and toaster like just I mean all kinds of random house stuff but that people um I don't know it just was really impactful to me too just unpacking these things and just how um much people have supported and loved you and just um thank you guys so much yes yes I mean I (laughs) I don't, I honestly, like, I don't know how to properly thank this community because when I left, I thought this community would abandon me. And not only have all of you lovely ladies not abandoned, but you have bolstered me and supported me and encouraged me, whether it's just been through prayer or messages. I, or the physical needs. Like, literally, I feel like it's almost like having a house fire and mm-hmm. starting from having nothing. And, I mean, I have towels from you guys and a, a bread knife that I sliced my finger with today. <laughs> and, like, I mean, just the most basic things that you just don't think about. But when you're moving into a place and you realize... Like, I don't have a garbage can. I don't have, you know, like that can all feel really overwhelming and add up so quickly. And so to have had people just reach out, I mean, even like sending foam for me to create my studio, (laughs) which is still a work in progress, especially because we found out we're in the flight line to the airport. (laughs) You know, just like, do you laugh or cry? I know. I was like, okay, so I did a really good job of looking for closets when we came and looked at the house possibly kind of ignored the fact that landing gear is being dropped right above my house like oh my goodness that was not great but you know regardless I think we're gonna find we're gonna find a way to make it work and yeah it's just pretty amazing to see how it's all coming together Mother's Day is coming and if you're looking for something to request for yourself or to buy for all the mamas that are in your life, then I have a little suggestion for you that is absolutely delicious. They are the most incredible bite-sized cupcakes by Baked by Melissa. They are so cute and they are so scrumptious and you don't feel guilty because they're bite-sized. They're super little so you can pound away, you know, six, twelve, you know, who's counting? But they are so yummy. I really love their chocolate blackout that they have for Mother's Day. It's chocolate cake stuffed with dark chocolate ganache, icing made with Hershey's special dark cocoa powder topped with mini chocolate chips and rainbow sprinkles. Yum. And their packaging is so well thought out, so cute. They come in a box that has cold packs in it so you don't have to worry about being there when it's delivered. It is so beautiful, so well thought out in every single aspect of this gift. And because they're so perfectly bite-sized, she can try one of every flavor. Or you can, if you ask for them. Baked by Melissa offers one to two day shipping nationwide, guaranteed to arrive fresh and delicious. But remember, the last day for standard shipping for Mother's Day is Thursday, May 9th. So you're going to want to get those orders in. 
So this Mother's Day, send all of the moms in your life the perfect gift with Baked by Melissa. Go to bakedbymelissa.com today and use the promo code LOVELY to get 15% off your next order. This is a special offer exclusively for podcast listeners, so make sure you take advantage. That's 15% off at bakedbymelissa.com using promo code LOVELY. I mean, I think there's been a lot of other like adjustments that you just don't think about unless you haven't had your own space for a while. Like there was a long time and even I think recently sometimes where I think my mom forgets that like I ran my own home for 14 years (laughs) (laughs) because she'll say she'll point out like really basic things where I'm like yep yep I know how to like do the dishes or like just like random things we're like uh-huh I yep I got it I actually took care of a home for 14 well, years and I mean really like you didn't just take a care care of a home but like homemaking is I don't know when I think of you as a person Mackenzie I think of like homemaking is like a part of who you are like you love making home you love making home whether it be like just like creating these cleaning routines and like lists and printables we all know you (laughs) (laughs) or you know just like the creating the atmosphere all of it like it's yeah it's funny that she kind of forgot that about you because I I feel like that's such a core part of who you are (laughs) yeah and I think that also if I think about it I think part of it is she didn't really get to be very much a part of that yeah like I she was very isolated from really even getting to be in my home and so it's it's different for her to be able to come over or realize like oh yeah and because when I was in her home it was just it was a different thing you know and Mm -hmm. so to have a space again to organize our things, that's been a huge thing for me. And I feel like some people might look from the outside in and be like, well, why is she decorating? She's been poor. (laughs) Like, why is she decorating? Or why is she bothering, like, getting things to organize the space? But for me, in order for my kids to really feel like this was their home, those were things that I felt like needed to be in place so that they didn't feel like this was just temporary yeah, or just one more transitional spot for us to be in. I needed them to feel like rooted and yeah. centered here. And the way that I do that is decorating and organizing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, I mean, I've just, I've used a lot of dollar store products and, you know, and people sent decor things. And I've had a year and a half too to slowly accumulate some decor Mm -hmm. things and we did a lot of that kind of thing for birthdays and Christmases like okay you guys just need to expect this is going to be like stuff for the house for a while because we're starting over but for me that was so important in create making it feel like home Mm -hmm. yeah and what that also I mean what that does to your kids hearts but then also I think just being able to create again yeah it yeah. create, again, it's so life-giving to you. I mean, I can see it and hear it in your voice. You yeah. know? Just that, um, just being able to create that space again is just so impactful. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's given me something to be excited about again mm-hmm. because for so long, like, the kids couldn't do projects, but neither could I. Yeah. You know, I couldn't do a planner. I couldn't, 
I couldn't create a space or have a home. Like one time I even bought like this little succulent, which was so dumb of me, but I bought a succulent and I put it in our bathroom at my parents' house, which has zero sunlight and the thing died. But, you know, I was so craving like, yeah, I was just like, I needed some place to be able to, to nurture a space, but I couldn't. And there comes that point where you just kind of give up. And it felt like you just kind of feel destitute, like it's never going to happen again. And so to have that now, even though it's not perfect, like we've got a long way to go before I'll feel like, ah, it's done, you know, but it has enough and it's it's kind of fun to have it be a work in progress to to yeah get to invest in that again like I mean stupid joys that I'm having like organizing my pantry and it's symmetrical yeah (laughs) (laughs) because I got white and black baskets from the dollar store and I've made it symmetrical so I actually have one more basket to get and then it will be symmetrical (laughs) but but you are I mean I feel like as a mover you are exceptionally on top of it. Oh. I mean, you told me, though, I mean, about you should tell them about the story about from college when you oh. set up your dorm room and stuff. But that's, I mean, I feel like I've lived in my home, my house for like nine years. And in some places, your house seems like you've lived there longer than <laughs> I've lived in my, in my house just because you're so good about like getting stuff up on the walls. And I don't know. You know, I think that one thing that really helped me like helped be a catalyst for me to do that again even if a place may not be a forever place was Michael and Smith's latest book what is it cozy minimalist home oh yeah I haven't read that one yet. yeah because she talks in there like whether you're going to be in a place for six months or six years it is worth it to feel like you have ownership over that space and that it's beautiful like beauty does something for our hearts and our souls god is a creator you know like i think Mm -hmm. there is something about that and so yeah when i went to college i had two friends who came to my dorm room with me the night that i moved in and i mean i got there at like five or six in the evening but i stayed up (laughs) all night long until 5 a.m. And I had every poster on the walls. I had all my bedding done. I had everything organized and put away. And when it was like settled, then I was like, huh, okay, I can go to bed. (laughs) Like it's done. So that, that, I mean, we've only lived here for a week almost. And I, yeah, I mean, there's definitely some big projects I still have to do, like getting the recording closet done and that kind of thing. But I do feel like we've created spaces for everything. Like we're not we're not living out of boxes. We <laughs> things are put away. And I love that. It's amazing feeling. And your kids are doing that too. I mean, I love what you shared about even Roman, like when he got there for the first time, like he immediately just wanted to start making his little space yeah. the way he wanted it to be and Yeah. Yeah, it was so fun to be able to decorate and organize for the girls. Like, my mom really helped out with that. I really wanted their room to be done when they mm-hmm. got home, and it was. But Roman specifically said, like, I don't want everything to be put away. Like, please let me do it. You know, he just turned 13. He wanted to have a say in where things were and have his own stamp, and that's how he was going to make it feel like home is him 
being able to do it himself. And so mm-hmm. there were a few things we did. You know, we had the bedding on his bed and we had put up a couple of pictures and stuff that we knew he wanted. But like his Legos and his clothes and all of that kind of thing, he's been the one doing it. And he, you can tell, he just, he loves his space. He feels like he's home. And I yeah. love that. Yeah, so awesome. <laughs> yeah. Especially um, him, because he was like, when I told him we were moving, he was like, but my Legos, they might break. I'm like, oh, my word, you're seriously going to freak out about a couple of Legos breaking when we finally get our own place? Like, you're going to have to get a grip, dude. But yeah, he. I'm glad that he's he's feeling happy about it now. And that's like something I think that he's held on to. I mean, it's like a small thing. Yeah. But like the last year and a half, that's like his yeah like yeah um those were his and um he didn't have a space but he had those and yeah so I can see how moving those was special to him and important to him yeah yeah it definitely was beyond just like creating atmosphere and like home and safe place and stuff what does this move mean to you like as a mom like and how do you feel like it's going to impact your mothering in general (sighs) I think it's going to impact my mothering. It already is in huge ways. I'm sorry, though, if you can hear my precious children screaming in the background. (laughs) Hopefully they calm down soon. (laughs) Okay. Um, But I think for a long time now, I mean, definitely the past year and a half, but even before that, I was parenting out of a very reactionary place of feeling like I'm constantly being critiqued for my parenting and that my children are annoyances and so I need to parent them in a way that other people feel like I'm doing something about it if that makes sense and almost like to prove to them like look no I am I'm trying to make them be quiet or you know whatever behave really behavior focused yeah yeah and I mean not that we haven't done things for their hearts too but it has had to be out of this reactionary place of constantly feeling under a microscope and constantly feeling like we're frustrating other people and so for the first time really to be able to (coughs) let that go and that's a process I think it's not going to happen overnight but to be able to not have to almost like make a big show of my parenting if that makes sense like I don't have to overreact so that someone else feels like I'm taking care of an issue I can sit back and try to really think about what that kid needs at that Mm -hmm. point which is a relief (laughs) like I don't even know that I fully grasp it yet well let's be able to like have that space to to connect with them and what they need but also be able to hear the Holy Spirit speak to you personally about what how you need to respond yeah instead of just how well you think that you should respond or what you, you feel like other people want you to do but really in your own heart, like, what is God speaking to you about and how to respond and be a mom in this situation? Yeah. yeah. I think that it's it's really resetting for a lot of my parenting. And you don't know it, but I've been watching, like, my close friends, <laughs> especially lately, because I'd felt like, I'd felt like I 
I lost some pieces of myself. Like I gained so much back over the last year and a half. But some things I did lose, I felt like too. And some of it, because it's been chaotic and just, you know, trying to be able to learn to fully provide and, you know, all of those Mm -hmm. things, like so many pressures that you can't keep all the balls in the air and you can't keep on top of things as much as you want to. And I, I started to feel like I wasn't as good of a mom. Like I I was too like distracted and trying to provide and guys, we just got to like make it happen. And so being around my good friends who are amazing, wonderful, beautiful mothers has been a really good thing for me lately because I watch you guys with your kids and it's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's how to do this. Like, oh yeah, I can do not. I'm not trying to put pressure on you or you know, but you guys, you are lovely mothers, and so it's been so good for me to be like, oh yeah, okay, I can do that again. That's really, really sweet of you. And just honestly, um, yeah, like, it's just, true. yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that really means a lot to me. Ladies, Mother's Day is just right around the corner and it can be so hard to figure out what to get our moms because you want to get them something that they'll actually keep and cherish and use for a long time, but it can be hard to figure out what that is. Well, there's one gift that thousands of moms have been calling the best gift ever. It's called Skylight, and it's a photo frame you can email photos to anytime from anywhere. It sets up effortlessly in under 60 seconds. Just plug in, use the touch screen to connect to your wireless network, and enjoy. Sending photos to Skylight is effortless. Everyone in your family can just email photos to Mom Skylight, and they'll pop up in her home in seconds. It has a black frame, so it looks like a real photo frame that adds a beautiful touch to your home. Skylight Frame has a gorgeous 10-inch touchscreen. You can swipe through photos with your finger and even tap to thank the person who sent a photo. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. If you don't love your Skylight, they'll offer you a full refund. You can preload it with your favorite photos for a personalized gift and then send pictures of you and your kids that you don't even remember you have. And then the person who has the frame can actually tap the heart button to let the sender know that they love the photo. This makes the frame interactive and fun to use. I could see my mom really enjoying a frame like this, or my grandma, and I think it would be really fun to have in my own home. My kids love to see the pictures, and I would love to see those pictures that we don't normally have on display. Now, as a special Mother's Day offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame when you text LOVELY to 484848. That's right. To get $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame, just text LOVELY to 484848. That's L-O-V-E-L-Y to 484848. I mean, I thought about that even with the move. I was very nervous about the move because our things were scattered in different places. And and then even the day of the move, I knew that I was going to make a couple of runs for my grandma's by myself. And then I was planning on going over to my parents' house and helping them pack up and then going to my grandma's and packing up everything there and then coming here. But unbeknownst to me, my dad packed up everything at my parents' house without me there. Yes. And then got to my grandma's before I got back there and started packing things up. And that's what happened with the backpacks. (laughs) 
<laughs> so oh my, my yeah my kids had to go with their dad on that afternoon and I had their backpack the girls backpacks all ready to go with their clothes for the weekend and I figured I would be there to be like you know shepherding this move <laughs> like <laughs> how everything's supposed to be going but my dad he's just like a grab it and throw it get it in the truck kind of a guy he's not really Those like guys. yeah like your dad and his, his friends they were like, yes <laughs> yes they were <laughs> and there was no yeah it was just like no care for and I know how, that's how he is and I really didn't want to annoy him because he was helping me but when I got there and realized the backpacks were missing I was like losing my mind because I didn't have like all the other clothes were packed and I didn't have like the ability to repack a different bag to get them where they needed to go and it was so so stressful and then finally like last minute somebody was moving in a bin and I stopped her in her tracks I was like oh my gosh that's the backpacks <laughs> take it out of that box <laughs> so luckily we found the backpacks but then that night no I think it was maybe the next night my parents had come over and helped me again on Saturday um but I knew that I had bought my kids some Easter things and I had like a couple of glass bowls and different things that I had specifically purchased and I needed and they were nowhere to be found. And I completely went through every single thing in the garage and I couldn't find them. And my mom looked at her house. I had put them in her closet. Oh, Probably to keep them safe during yeah, the move. Exactly. I, I had this great, you know, foresight of what needed to happen, and then I just totally did not remember. There that were that's just too did. many tabs open. I mean, oh just... gosh, yeah, so many things. <laughs> but I was gonna say I was nervous about the move because I knew my the way my dad moves, and then not being in all the places at the same time. But I also like there's something about people being in your things or organizing your space. And oh, totally. I, I know how particular I am about that. And I knew I wanted to know where things were going and where they were going to be. And there are sometimes people who very well-meaning will come into your space and just start to do that for you. And I, <clears throat> in-laws. So I may have had that happen before. <laughs> I mean, that kind of stuff, like I am such a... Um, I don't know. Well, I have that very strong one wing yeah. on the Enneagram and, yeah. and that kind of stuff. Just, I mean, even talking about it makes me feel like I'm yes. a good job. Yes. Like, uh. It's like, I all of a sudden am able to have a one wing, even though I'm a three. <laughs> I just become a one when I move. Um, but I, I was very nervous about how all of that was going to go, but I kind of like, I, I took a pause either the night before or the morning of the move. And I thought, okay, if I have to think about like who I would actually be comfortable with unpacking my things, is there anyone that I feel like I could incorporate into that task and it wouldn't just stress the heck out of me? <laughs> and there were four people who came to mind, my mom and um, Rebecca, but she's obviously not here. She's in yeah. Arkansas. But it, then it was you and Katie. And I knew that if you guys were there and Shell, but I knew Shell wouldn't be able to be here. Yeah. And so I knew that if you guys were here, I would feel 
settled. Like I wouldn't just be stressed the whole time. And you guys, Andy stayed at, what was it? Like 1030 when you went home or something like it was so late. And she just helped me unpack things and I, it didn't stress me out at all. And it, she oh, was good. so helpful. And it was, well, I kept on checking in. Did you notice? Me? Yes. Because I have that parent yes. myself. Yeah. So I was just like, is this okay? Like, I don't want to step on your toes. But yeah. I'm thinking about putting this here. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. You, you were perfect at it oh, at checking and then just like doing practical things like washing the new dishes and, you know, like stuff like that, that for me to try to do all of it would have just been so overwhelming. And so you got to do that. And then we got to hang out in my house. First girls' night in a new place. It It was was so fun. And to even have a place like that now, it's like I haven't been able to have people over. My kids haven't been able to have friends over really, you know, like a little bit, but not really. And to think like, oh, we can have people over. And you have an exceptionally cute and comfortable couch. I do. (laughs) And it was cheap. (laughs) So that's even better. But yeah, it was, it's just those little things where it's like, wow, this is pretty amazing how it's come together so far. I think like going back quickly to those little joys, you know, and just, and like what you were saying about just how it's so easy to, um, just be consumed by the fear of the unknown and like how you're going to provide for your family and um, just what a leap of faith this really is. Yeah. Um, but maybe going back to that whole idea of the Ann Voss Camp 1000 gifts thing of just yeah. like taking the time every day to just record these little things because I think it's, yeah. I, even in my own life, I feel like I need to be better about that because um, when we take the time to do that, it is just so obvious that God is there. Yeah. <laughs> like he's, that he's providing for us and taking care of us and all the little details and stuff. But it's so easy to not notice them and forget them if we don't take the time to notice them. Yeah. No. And I think that sometimes like in just general life, when I've tried to like keep track of my gratitude, you end up just saying kind of dumb things like, Oh, the same things over and yeah, over again. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm thankful for my kids. I'm thankful, you know, like, yeah. okay, but that's so general. But when it's like, I'm so thankful that I have a cast iron pan to cook in again. Mm-hmm. Like, it's silly little things like that that are really, they they are. They're just, they bring me joy. Like, oh, I get to see the the sky in the morning and there's sunlight in my house Mm -hmm. and like I'm not living in a basin anymore and I have a fan in my bathroom and like these really dumb things but when you haven't had them for so long they they are really joy-filled and I I agree I need to write those down because that would be a list that I I know I'll need to come back to probably even six months from now I won't remember how hard that was mm-hmm. or even just our getting up in the morning like at my grandma's house I really had to oversee like everything that was going on and make sure people weren't annoying people and like it was it was just a very stressful situation and now the kids get up they set out well the boys set their own alarm clocks and they actually get out of bed which is <laughs> amazing And then Roman gets up and, like, makes himself eggs. And they they just, like, they are actually getting up and getting ready in the morning. And 
we don't have the pressure of anyone being annoyed with us and it we just get out of the house and it just, and he and he's yes. able to have that like sense of autonomy and independence yes. so like i'm you know taking care of myself and getting to make myself what breakfast i want and yeah yeah it's, that's really cool it seems so silly and small but when you haven't been able to cook a breakfast in you know definitely in the past eight and a half months it it really means a lot when you can. And I don't have to transport laundry anymore either. That yeah. should be on like the top of my list. <laughs> or garbage. Right or there. garbage. Oh, all of it. Yes. Yeah, that was another fun one is like any garbage that we had, I had to go and I would put it in the dumpsters at the um the grocery store. <laughs> pack bags into the garbage cans in the parking lot sometimes I would drive from garbage can to garbage can in the parking lot (laughs) oh man well now you can laugh about it yes well I wanted to share really quick I know that you probably need to go here in a second but um you know when I've been praying for you guys and just especially praying for this new home and just um just all that it all that it means and all that it entails and all of your um just hopes for it and stuff the song that keeps on coming to my mind is do you know that song holy spirit i think that maybe it was a bethel song originally i can't remember um but francesca bestelli did a version that i really like okay do you know what song i'm talking about maybe um (laughs) um but i'll just read the the lyrics of the Um, no, oh no, please sing it, Andy. <laughs> oh my goodness. No. Um, <laughs> you know, that's actually, whenever people say, what is one thing that you would want in heaven? Like about, you know, like one thing you would change. Well, besides having better eyesight, because I really, really want better eyesight. <laughs> but I really want to be able to sing because I just, I I have like the preschool teacher singing voice. Oh. <laughs> but I don't have like the good singing oh. voice that you have. Oh gosh. Um. But uh, anyways, this I just love this song in general. It's one of my all-time favorite worship songs. But I think the chorus is just just so just my heart and my prayer for you guys as a family right now and this home and just a place that your kids, when they come in, that they can just feel that peace and just really feel the tangible presence of God. And, oh, I um, think I know the song. It just hit me. I know what you're talking about. Do you want, do you want to sing it? No, that's okay. <laughs> Okay, Um, so the chorus is just, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for, to be overcome by your presence, Lord. Yeah. And that's, uh, and then there's one, there's another one portion of my verse there in the song that says, where my heart becomes free and my shame is undone. Mm. And um, I don't know. Anyways, whenever I pray for you guys, especially this last week, that's just the song and that has come to my heart for you guys. And I'm just going to continue praying it over you guys. I love that. Our house has a song. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that's perfect, Andy. It's perfect. And just so we're clear, I do want to make sure I say I wasn't joking with Andy because I think she has a bad voice. I was joking (laughs) because I knew she wouldn't want to sing on the podcast. So I just want to be very clear about that. I'm scared to talk on here, let alone I know, and that's why I said it. Not because I think you can't sing, but because I knew that it would you'd like pee yourself if I made you do it. Basically. Yes. But I I love that song. I know I can hear it in my head. And you're right. That is perfect. And it's what we need. 
so much. So thank you. Yeah, I just love you guys. I'm just so excited for this next chapter of your story. And I'm excited to see what God's going to do. Yes, me too. And I'm hoping to get up, this is a total side note, but I'm hoping to get up some YouTube videos of some different things about like starting from scratch and different things that I did to try to make that possible when, I mean, just when you're trying to stock a kitchen and stuff, like how I did that fairly economically, I felt like considering all that we had to get, you know, spices and condiments and whatever. And so I'm going to be putting up some YouTube videos about that and kind of the process of of pulling our house together and and what that's like. So it might take me a couple of weeks yet, but I'm hoping to make that happen. So that's awesome. I think we all could use those tips. And I mean, even your dollar store things about the pantry, I was like, I need to go to the dollar store. I know, right? And, And your frugal but they were cute they were and they were totally practical and they work great so I'm I'm all about the dollar store I got like I've got all our toilet brushes at the dollar store (laughs) I got a broom at the dollar store I got all kinds of things so yep well thank you so much for coming on even though you were anxious and nervous about it I Um. think that you were the perfect person to do this episode with because you've been so involved in I mean especially the last year and a half but the move and everything I'm so glad that we got to chat about it together oh thanks so much for having me and it's been so fun to just help you and I've loved it so thank you love you friend love you All right, ladies, that's it for this week's episode. If you have any questions or you'd just like to follow along more closely, then please come over and follow on Instagram. I'm giving little bits and pieces over there so you can see what's happening and what we're so grateful for now that we're in our real home. So you can find me at Mackenzie Coppa on Instagram. Or like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, if you want to get into Patreon, you'll be the first to hear and get more inside information than I otherwise put out there, which you can find at patreon.com slash cultivating the lovely. Also, if you want to just show some love for the show, it means a lot to us and it really helps the show out if you go over and leave a rating and review in iTunes. If you haven't done so already, we would really appreciate if you would. Just go over there, leave a five-star review and say one little sentence blurb about what you think about the show. It's so helpful. So that's it for this week's show. We'll be back again next week, but until then, go be bold and gracious. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.